and welcome to this latest episode of Chasing Creativity. I'm Kiran Manral, your host for the day. Today, my guest is the dynamic Ilahi Hiptullah, who is a producer of award-winning movies like Iqbal, Door, Thanak amongst others, and series like Modern Love Hyderabad. Welcome to Chasing Creativity, Ilahi. Thank you so much, Kiran. It's wonderful to be with you. Amne samne baat ke baat karna because we haven't done that for so long. Years and years. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get right to the questions, Ilahi. You've done so many wonderful things in your career. You started the first ever fashion boutique in Hyderabad. You went on to producing movies. Was there always this creative bent in you? Did you always want to do something in the field of arts when you were growing up? How did it all happen? So I think so. See, arts were not very defined when we were children, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like, I, I mean, I could never paint or draw and stuff. That was what considered art or artistry or whatever, the artistic bent. But in school, I was very outgoing. So, you know, then plays became a natural extension of wanting to, you know, be a part of all these extracurricular activities, as they're called. So I used to be in drama and theatre, but never wanted to make a career out of it. I always wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, a lawyer. Ever, yes. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a lawyer. I had read this... Uh, pretty nasty book when I was, uh, uh, you know, growing up called The Rage of Angels. Ah, yes. Yeah, it really can't be a book that just needs to be called as a turning point in your life. But I was so completely flawed by the character. So I would call myself the Jennifer Parker. I mean, uh -huh. I just wanted to be Jennifer Parker, who was the lead, who was a lawyer in that book. And, uh, you know, I actually recently uh, found a book that someone had given me as a birthday gift saying to our Jennifer Parker. So, I mean, everybody around me knew that Kuch ho na ho, law to karne wali hu. <laughs> So, you know, right after school when everybody started applying for their, uh, uh, you know, school, what I mean is by degree, people would take their TOEFL and their uh, GRE and GMAT and all. I was, I was like, bahar ja ke karungi kya? Ko law karna hai. So, I came and did my law in government law college, Bombay. And uh, I think in third year when we were, we had something called the moot court where we had to go to court as, you know, lawyers and stuff like that. And there somebody pinched my bottom. Oh, when I was in a black gown and all. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine you're supposed to be a lawyer. and But anyway, very soon I realized while I was doing my law that you had to, you know, move on or jump on to a moving wagon. So if my father was a lawyer or if there was a law practice in the family, I could do it. Otherwise, it took so long to establish yourself. And I was a bit of a wanting things in a hurry, you know, like like this to call me delusional. But my delusion always was that I'm walking down the street and I can hear Ilahe, Ilahe, Ilahe happening all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> law, tha. It was like, they were know, pinching nobody, bottoms. Yeah, nobody's going to yell Ilahe, Ilahe in a good way. So then I decided that And while I was studying law, I started working with Abu Sandeep uh, okay. in Bombay. Okay. And then I've got into fashion. And uh, Hyderabad, and I was going to go back to Hyderabad to get married. And uh, Hyderabad, I mean, there was nothing like that. And I got completely involved in the whole fashion thing. So then I set up Ilahe. And uh, that's how the fashion journey began from that point. And what fashion you moved to? I know it sounds quite checkered and quite like I don't know what my mind is. But yeah. <laughs> no, but it shows that you're so open to taking risks to doing something new and not saying that this is what my path is and I'm going to stick to this. And I think that's wonderful. I think that's a risk not many people take. Like law was what you wanted to do. You went into fashion and then you went into film. So this risk taking, do you think that's part of what you need to be creative? I mean, I'm going off the thing right away, off true, my topic. True. But uh, No, you know, I see in hindsight, it sounds... Um, you know, everything can be made sense of. It makes sense and say, yeah, it could be probably the risk-taking capacity. But it wasn't a risk. If I probably knew it was a risk, I probably wouldn't take it. Okay. It was just 
I know for a fact, and I've known this all my life, that I have a one-point agenda is to have a good time. Okay. If I'm not having a good time, I'm not doing it. So, you know, when um, the store was and the store was doing very well and there was nobody around which had a multi-designer store hmm. in Hyderabad. There was only Folio in Bangalore. There was Ensemble in Bombay and there was me in Hyderabad. And it was a great time because fashion designers were just coming out. So I launched Namika Khanna in Hyderabad. I launched Aki Narula, which have gone on to be world famous names, right? But they were all working out of their homes and garages. And we all were kind of trying to see how we could break into the Indian market. It was a great time to be in fashion. And then uh, I actually got divorced. So that whole store was set up with my ex-husband and stuff. So you know, it was like, was dil khatta ho gaya and all that. Those <laughs> things were going on at that time in my life. And Nagesh came down to make Hyderabad Blues. And he actually approached me as an actor first. How? Okay. Because we all are part of this dramatic circle, Hyderabad and stuff like that. And I thought, actually, good fun it'll be. So I have always approached any major change in my life as at that point, it'll be good fun to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. It was never like... This is what I like, you know, when I talk to people like Nagesh and all who say like, I really only wanted to be a director and but I became an engineer by mistake. Nothing was a mistake for me. I just did whatever I did at that time. I did it fully passionately and it's like, I don't want to And felt a little foolish also when I changed my mind almost six years later saying, I don't want to You know, everything was, this is all what I wanted to do. So the only credit I can take was I didn't say no to opportunity, if okay. that makes sense. Absolutely, you know, I didn't, uh, yeah. since I didn't have a completely focused approach where it was blindsided or it was literally with blinkers on, mm-hmm. everything in the, you know, 180 degrees vision seemed to be my field of interest. So that is what I did. And, you know, the risk taking part, I don't know whether I could, I can really take credit for that. It turned out well, so it looks like it was a risk worth taking, but. Uh, no, it was definitely a risk worth taking. It turned out well, yeah. very well indeed. Mashallah. Mashallah. So this actress and you came on as an actress, then you got into production and producing movies. How did that shift happen? Was yeah, that, that was, is like completely a different skill set to have. Yeah. So I joined as an actress. And like I said, this is full credit to Nagesh because he was so daft at that (laughs) point. Because he was coming to make this movie called Hyderabad Blues, where he put in his own money. I mean, every bit of his savings, I know for a fact, was in that film because he wanted to see if he could make a film. And he came down from the US to India to do all this. And he cast me as an actor. And while we were doing rehearsals at his house in different rooms, so I would tell the person who was acting with me, I said, see, you say it like that, then I'll say it like this. And then let's see how this goes kind of thing. So he kind of saw that for a couple of days. And then three days before the shoot was to begin, he said, will you assist and direct with me? Because please remember, he was writer, director, producer and lead actor. And he did not have an assistant, which we didn't know at that point until he offered it to me. And then he said, will you assist and direct with me? And like I always say, Hyderabadi, confidence kami So I had never been to a film set in my life. Oh Lord. But I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, what was, how, you know, how, how difficult can it be to assist kind of thing? I have to assist you. So I said yes to assist and direct. And Hyderabad Blues was made on such a shoestring budget that we did not even have a monitor for the shoot that we were seeing. So I had to stand next to the camera and look at the scene while Nagesh was in the scene. Then he would finish and he would look at me and say, yeah, good. 
and i'm like yeah yeah good i didn't know what i was watching for i was like my what is bad meko samajh mein nahi aa raha main kisko dekhu and then i used to go home and pray namaz and say allah meko maaf kar de please ye picture achhi nikal jane do because everything for him i would go back to my store and sell clothes bhai but yes. he put every bit of his in this film so you know i, I think kudos to him for giving that kind of trust or reaching out and helping you but i'm telling you day 2 on set and i knew i didn't want to do anything else and i hope i don't ever have to because i genuinely love production and dekho bhai ye to qabil e tareef hai mere sath ki i have stuck to this for 25 years absolutely baaki sab 5 5 6 6 saal mein mera phir gaya tha but this is like 25 years or more i've stuck to film producing and you've so, brought out so many wonderful lovely films lovely films into it lovely films and such each film is so different from the oh, other yeah how do you decide that this is the film that we want to make I mean, you must get a multitude of scripts, and you must be getting multitudes of ideas. But you know, to yes. zero in on one project. Yes. So, and even Nagesh is very prolific in that way. So he writes many scripts. So we decided to be a director-producer team, and we produce what I produce, what he directs, and then normally he writes his own stuff. And yes, we do sometimes have stuff. Okay, ye banana next, yeah, wo banana next. But sometimes you know, and one thing that I follow for a rule is I want to make a film that I can watch. the kind of films we choose i am very clear that i would want to make a film that i can watch right it's it's not about watching at home but you want to put your name to something that you are proud of absolutely and it's not always about only pandering to what the audience wants or what the trend is at that time i'm sure it could make a lot more money even uh, casting would make so much more sense if you took a list people in the industry and stuff but if they're not correct for the role then we rather not work with them and very often we've been known as the what the star proof filmmakers of india the star proof yeah the star proof ones that you know you don't need stars to make our films work so that was wonderful to you know start that but all in all i think all my films have happy endings and like i always say if you can't control that in real life what you can control then you may as well make it happy there's no point in being you know holding a mirror to society and then saying this is what happens in real life hota bhai magar end mein usko happy kar do aap so even though we did a film like lakshmi which was the true story of a child prostitute the end was happy that's why it was easier to follow that thread and not leave it open because it is really overwhelming living in this world then again if you narrow it down living in this country where you don't know where to begin and where to stop so like if you say like okay i'm the privileged 1% of this country i can afford to give money to every beggar that passes by my car you don't know where to stop you know if you tell yourself ke yaar I spend twelve hundred rupees on a meal, which I want to because I feel like eating Chinese today. And when your mate comes and asks you for a raise in her salary of about two thousand rupees, you are like absolutely not. But then you don't know where to stop because yes, you are earning the money, but you are so it's it's very very overwhelming. Then when you come to open-ended films on top of that, mm-hmm. it can be bizarre. It's not entertainment. It's not. I don't mind thinking about something. That's always a byproduct. Which if someone thinks from a film that we've made. great you know i didn't i don't go out to preach but if you can take something away from it that's added bonus but i don't want to make films that are you know targeting you to think and to make a choice and to be aware that really is not my job i think as a filmmaker and also i think you give hope with your films absolutely i All hope that is correct yeah. because i really want to give hope because without that there is no life ye kya be matlab ki zindagi hai ki you know you come in and then you are mired by more problems not only your problem now that person in the film uske problems bhi kitne leke jayenge bhai ghar ko nahi nahi hota 
it's very difficult malu so and i and i don't mean escapism in a way like manmohan desai is doing amar akbar anthony with three bloods flowing through a tube which is great you do there's but space for that there is right. space for that willing suspension of disbelief is fine absolutely but leaving your brain at home is not fine because why would i leave a vital organ of mine at home bhai i mean it's like saying please come to my house for dinner but don't bring your kidneys with you i come as a whole so brainless things i don't care for too much so like if someone's jumping off the 8th floor in a film in hilatly's land on a truck that's passing by with bales of hay you know i i do understand the leap of faith or the leap in imagination but senselessness is not something i mm-hmm. i i vouch for or i go for in the name of art and you also have very strong female characters yes in all that you do i've noticed there's this constant thread of a agency choice and taking responsibility for their own lives always which is absolutely the truth that is the mirror i'm holding up that are not fake characters these are not f- characters who we have given lines in their mouth or dialogues in the mouth that would sound like oh my god she's cool those are absolutely real life women even if they they come from a figment of the writer's imagination or even it's not something that you cannot believe therefore it that is the mirror i'm proudly holding of society in the film is women are strong women have agency women can make up their you know minds about their own lives and take credit or discredit for it That's it's a, their life absolutely absolutely necessary and i'm so glad you're doing it we really need it you know and given the way some of our movies are where women are just like yeah addendums to the entire absolutely. scripts like up even if you see door and if you see both the women they were both strong absolutely. but we yeah. turned them on their heads so the muslim woman was the one who was educated she was the one without a head covered she was the one who traveled all the way from uh, himachal to rajasthan to save her husband's life while the hindu widow was in the anchal and the ghungat she was the one who was you know under the uh, supervision of her entire family so these things you know we are just so typecast or so we make such caricatures of people ki musliman hai to hijab mein rahengi ya hindu hai to you know sati pe chadengi it's not that at all right it's it's toeachisown.com yeah. i mean we make our own worlds we draw our own boundaries in relationships in life and so i'm i'm happy to keep that doing this a, little turn yeah. around here there the tweaking yes yeah. <laughs> door was a wonderful movie and what a fabulous performance you all managed to get out of cool and absolutely uh, i forget aisha takya aisha takya aisha takya was a revelation so uh, what happens is when you play a strong character they become unidimensional strength is just being hard strength is just being really really uh, focused at no my mother was one of the strongest characters i knew or a pers- people i knew she was the sweetest thing since sugar मतलब दे वॉज हर स्ट्रेंथ वॉज सो क्वाइट हर स्ट्रेंथ वॉज सो हर रिजिलियंस वॉज जस्ट सो कवर्ड विथ यू नो बींग जेंटल स्ट्रेंथ इज नॉट द निगलिजेंस ऑफ एनीथिंग एल्स यू नो दैट्स हार्ड दैट्स ब्रिटल दैट ब्रेक्स स्ट्रेंथ इज वेन यू कैन यू नो बेंड स्वे एंड स्टिल गेट अपराइट वेन देर इज डिमांड फॉर इट टू बी सो दैट बट आयशा वॉज पिच परफेक्ट pitch perfect she gave a very nuanced performance i had remember i mean every sentence like nagesh well we were he was directing we'd watch and he'd say asha ek paisa upar asha ek paisa niche and she would go but that, that one paisa two paisa i mean she was just outstanding in that film before that we'd seen her in tarzan the wonder girl and all that bhai and then to take her and make her this vulnerable child widow almost you know which was like you know late teens and stuff like that and to give that performance she was pitch perfect mashallah 
That brings me to something. When you as a director have a vision of a character of the story and you get... How difficult or easy is it to work when the performer does not get your vision? How do you get them on board? What do you need to do? Because, you know, there's so much riding on a movie and your own vision of it. So that is mainly Nagesh's department, you know, department and we feel sorry for him at times. <laughs> and we can only bichara, <laughs> but eventually that, you know, that's the cap he's wearing. But uh, there's, a, there's always teamwork, no? There's sometimes like, I remember we were making a film where the lead character, that film didn't release, but the lead character was extremely nervous of Nagesh. Like, you no, know, Nagesh would talk to him and he would like kind of get this thing. So I would handle him. So Nagesh would say, just tell him this. I would take him and I said, no, ye karo, ye karo. So there were times and everybody would chip in to handle people and get the performance out of him. But with Dhanak, with those two kids, hmm. I would sometimes repeat line after line on the walkie. I'd say, Achha, aisa bolo. then I'd give that line, then he would repeat the line, then I would give the line, then he would repeat the line. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are different things that goes into getting a performance and all of us will do anything to get that performance. And Nagesh doesn't, uh, does does not, not compromise as long as the actor's performance is perfect. He's okay if the sun is setting, if the colors don't match, if this is there, but that, and if you see all throughout his movies, the actor performances, including people like us in Hyderabad Blues, have walked away taking accolades of best actor for this, best actor, Butta. We had never faced the camera before that. <laughs> <laughs> it was only Nagesh who, you know, and all his actors are completely honest. They feel like they're not spouting lines, but they're saying what they feel hmm. and what they think. And that is his. So when the National Award happened, how did that feel? So it happened twice. It happened for Iqbal. But we were too busy making Bombay to Bangkok at that time. Okay. Then it happened. We didn't even go. And it happened for Dhanak because we were in Bangkok. And then it happened for Dhanak. And I was just so thrilled. And I so wish they could have let my little children come for that. But Dhanak by then had won, I think, 18 awards, including Berlin. Okay. Yeah, it had won the Crystal Bear for Berlin and stuff like that. So it was, you know, it was on the path of awards. And it was fabulous to just say, oh, we got the national award. And then we were in the Vigyan Bhavan and, you know, and there's president, our president uh, standing over there. And we had to sing the national anthem. And I'm weeping copiously. And Nagesh is looking at me and saying, this is the 18th award. I said, but we never won an Indian award with our president and singing the national award, singing the national anthem. It was just surreal, surreal to be. You know, I mean, kitta bhi bolo bheloga. it's bought and it's this and it's political. To stand with the president of our country and to be able to sing the national anthem. I mean, it, I still get goosebumps with it. It's just something else. Something else. I can so, imagine. Yeah, it was... May, they, may there be many more. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you something about something you said. I read a very interesting quote that you said. Ultimately, it is like organizing a barat every day. No one will tell you that the food is good, but someone will always complain about namak kamtha. Is that every, what producing is? Every day, every single day. Matlab, kabhi koi aake tarif ne karenga ke, aray, thank you, ma'am. It was really wonderful. Nahi, mere bathroom ka latch tut gaya, mera AC nahi chal raha, mere kamre mein bathroom, I mean, bathroom mein toothpaste nahi hai. Call the reception, but you're like, of course, I'll just look into it. Really? There's no toothbrush? Where is the toothbrush in ma'am's room? So, you know, that kind of a thing. So you have, but it's like really like organizing a barat. From when the cars have left to khana nikla ke nahi aare, papad kam hai, it's only the nooks will be taken out. Always. I mean, I have had 
you know an actress coming and telling me once ke every day same white ambassador comes to pick me up i said i'm so sorry shall i send the green one tomorrow <laughs> so she started laughing of course kya bolna bhaiya white ambassadors hai production ki gaadiyan ho jayenge na aur kya leke do then once i remember and then we had a darling one actor who's the best actor in the country but he can get very short tempered on sets we won't take the name but everybody would know who it is and he would say and he's just getting in a bad mood i'm like ek minute ek minute aap tantrum throw karna chahte jaldi do plates lao bhai sir tantrum throw phekna cha rahe and you laugh and say mai tujhe marunga like just change it into something happy like kai ko throw kar rahe tantrums end mein aapko camera pe aake karna hi hai na scene it's like you know mai ja raha hu ghar pe chahiye kal aapko hi wapas aane ka hai it's not a big deal of you know making an ass of yourself but uh, oh, the actors are all kinds bhai you know but i have to say you know kiran people look at actors as commodities and say like you know your job is to come uh, sit in the vanity read your scripts come and perform that's what we are paying you for it's not easy i feel the most empathy for my actors imagine you are coming to a whole new unit every 3 months yeah the unit has been working together for many months and years probably like when we uh, launch a film uh, is the same director same cinematographer same team art ki team aa jati spot pe jate we all are like are having great fun because that's our family an actor comes uno bichare pehle din pe hai then he's getting ready coming on set and he's literally disrobing himself emotionally in front of 100 people who are just standing holding light stands cutter stands monitor checking his costume and at the end of the take the director saying uh uh-huh, one more <gasps> can you imagine it's very vulnerable it is it is matlab literally wo actor nanga ho raha wahan pe and it's all about this one person saying no can we have one more and you know light man khujale ke bura kya baap jaldi karna i mean 60 take le liya actor it's really not easy no for them well talking about producing also you said that it is the most gender neutral job possible what made you say that did i say that yeah in some interview somewhere i read oh well it should be but nothing in india is gender neutral mm-hmm. or in the world or unless if misquoted you they might have they might have i would never say something like that <laughs> because i have stories to prove that gender was such an important part of production where it was not neutral you know um, no 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 i could never have said that i have faced it Mm-hmm. on my own set as a producer after having known that i am the producer nagesh the director people would go directly to him only and ask him questions uh-huh. and he would look completely flummoxed and say i don't know ask ma'am hmm. so then we started doing this thing like we'd hire an ad girl or boy and tell them that your job is at on the 7th or the 8th day i will fire you publicly oh lovely and you will not come on set again so they they were warned of being fired yeah 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 they were the job was to come for 7 days and then be fired ah uh. so then everybody else knew who were the pants on set Okay, so and then that was your job to fire. It was yeah. my job to fire them loudly, publicly, publicly, and say, "Okay, bilkul nahi. How dare you do? Th- I mean, this is really unacceptable. I'm telling you now. I don't want to see you on my set from tomorrow." And then that person would disappear from the set from tomorrow, so everybody would know that I can hire, I can fire, and they would behave, hopefully. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the hope. Tell me about this multicultural space that you started in Hyderabad. Uh, am I saying it right? Lamakan. 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 Lama. Lamakan. Lamakan. What is it all about? So Lamakan is a Persian word that means without boundaries. Lamakan. Is it La ilaha? Is it there is no god? There is Lamakan. There is no makan, which means the universe. Oh, lovely. So there are no boundaries. Mm-hmm. So that is what it means. It, this is an open cultural space. My uh, a, a friend of mine who's like a brother to me, Farhan, inherited this space. uh you know now now 13 years back 
and uh, you know it belonged to his uncle and i was always thinking of opening i wanted this old house in which i would start something called the sea club where everything would see would happen so cinema caroms uh, you know cartoons comics uh, chai so i was just it was just this one fantasy it's when this house came to farani singh chelo you know we do this and lama khan is a name we inherited from our uncle who okay. owned this house it, his house was always called lama khan so we formed a trust and uh, it's a space that is completely democratic uh of course a little leaning to the left but completely democratic and uh, we don't charge people to watch anything we don't charge people to perform okay. it's completely free um we have a self sustaining canteen where you can get a great hyderabadi meal in 100 rupees and the menu boasts of things like khichdi khima khatti dal i must visit you have to the samosas are world famous mentioned in new york times oh lovely the chai and samosas are just as up absolutely amazing and it's a space where we don't care how long you sit it's not like you have to eat to sit you have to do something to sit and i'm known as the hyderabad ki jhadu i know everybody in hyderabad until i enter lama khan i'm like kon hai ye log who are these people <laughs> i don't know any of them over here so and we were very very careful and we made sure that we were not the face of lama khan okay because he didn't want it to be a place to be seen at or you know a hip thing to do it had to be in a place when we say democratic we mean all strata of life and society where nobody feels like you know there uh, there's any kind of inhibition or there's any kind of um, pressure to come into a place and you know with the kind of clothes you're wearing it shouldn't be intimidating at any level that's mm-hmm. why we had to keep our prices low we had to keep it open and stuff like that and uh, we've had some great people who've come in it's the most proud thing i am of creating i am most proud of that space are you planning on replicating it in other cities we need such spaces there is no space for culture to thrive and uh, while we have had the recent inauguration in bombay of a cultural space in pkc but that is going to be of a certain structure correct correct right correct. it's not going to be open to everyone correct. and accessible to everyone but something like this sounds wonderful do you so think so a lot of people you know because lamakan is so thriving and it's so vibrant and it's so so happening that a lot of people have come especially when they come to lamakan they get completely like i remember uh, this one sanjana kapoor and i'm only taking names of celebrities because that would be have the more far reaching uh, unfortunately you know to listeners and to audiences and stuff like that and she was like we have to replicate this and and everyone would say is this rang sharada is it uh, prithvi theater and we would say no these are like our drawing rooms in hyderabad when anybody came they would come home चाय चूल्हे पर रहती थी समोसे आते थे पान आता था बैठ के हम लोग बातें कर रहे महफिलें जम रही यू नो इफ इट वॉज फ्रॉम खवाली सिंगर्स टू ऑथर्स टू एक्टर्स दे ऑल कम होम वी डोंट बिलीव इन टेकिंग दम आउट टू रेस्टोरेंट्स एंड यू नो तो इट्स ऑलवेज एक घर पे महफिल रहती दैट काइंड ऑफ अ थिंग एंड सो वीव जस्ट रेप्लीकेटेड ड्रॉइंग रूम्स एज ला मकान एंड देन दे वॉट डज इट टेक टू ओपन अ ला मकान इन अदर सिटी एंड आई ऑलवेज से जिगर बिकॉज वी इनहेरिट दिस हाउस इन बंजारा हिल्स विच इज लाइक द नेपियनसी रोड ऑफ hyderabad and we gave it back to society and we said this is yours do what you will with it aapko sirf jigar ki zarurat hai bahut makana hai bombay mein khol do kisi ko le lo just say le lo mera ghar aa jao yahan pe and that i don't see it happening right it's always a business plan it's always a, we have survived 13 years only on donations only on our canteen which pays our staff salary tell me about modern love stories hyderabad uh, did you watch it a little bit of it not okay. completely 
But uh, how did you all put it together? How did you decide what stories go in? Because, I mean, there were precedents, <laughs> there were other things happening and to get your own individual stamp on this. Yeah. So, uh, precedence was only the modern love New York yeah, that New had York, happened, right? Yeah. Uh, the uh, India one had not happened. happened by then. So, what I think Amazon decided to do was buy all the articles from New York Times and then make modern love world. And in India, it took three cities, Bombay for Hindi, Hyderabad for Telugu and uh, Madras, uh, Chennai for Tamil. And then uh, Aparna from Amazon called me and said, you know, we want you to produce this. And I'm like, no, I don't speak Telugu. And it's not just about knowing the language. It's knowing the ethos, knowing the whole, you know, grammar of the language. So I said, I don't speak Telugu. And I only work with Nagesh. I don't. He said, no, no, we want him to show run and direct also. So we said, okay. So we uh, went through 1500 articles or more and then selected 25 out of which some Japan had taken, some someone else had taken. So we had to narrow down the thing. But uh, obviously what was, the key part in uh, recognizing the stories that would fit in India, in uh, Hyderabad, because Hyderabad played a vital role and there's no one more Hyderabadi than me. I mean, I'm quintessentially Hyderabadi. So that is my pehchan. Is if, agar aap, if they say, hi, Elahe, can you tell us one thing about yourself in one word? And I'd say Hyderabadi. I don't want to be known as anything else. So, you know, Indian film producer, Lama Khan, wo pura baad mein, pahele Hyderabadi. Uske baad, so uh, then that was very exciting because you know what would fit in the milieu of Hyderabad what would show Hyderabad showcase Hyderabad as a character in the uh, six stories so that was Hyderabad there is one old Hyderabad and new Hyderabad both as vibrant as the other hmm. it's not like old cities of Delhi which are relegated to one kind of community or one kind of uh, food no no it's like so it's a very very vibrant uh, city plus it's Hyderabad and Sikandrabad so we have twin cities so you know stuff like that so we chose stories that could fit to Hyderabad so like we couldn't take the war veteran stories we couldn't take any stories with had uh, local trains in them you know what I'm saying yeah. New York just stories there hmm. there were some that could immediately Transport, fall yeah. uh, by the wayside because they weren't uh, applicable to Hyderabad so there was no force fit as such but it was very clear that we had to show the new part of Hyderabad also so for that then we you know got three other directors who came on board so in Modern Love, um, so then we took, uh, chose those uh, six stories. But one that I'm most proud of, and I had a lot to offer in terms of, you know, the way Nagesh wrote the story and stuff like that, was the mother-daughter story, my pandemic partner, with the relationship between the mother and daughter that they kind of fix during the pandemic. And a lot of my experiences, how we would handle stuff, you know, I was there in every you know, way, the way the house was done up to where the clothes that they wore to everything was a lot of me in that story. So that is one I'm very, very proud of. Lovely. You've worked so extensively with creative people. You're a creative person yourself. Do you think that creativity is something inborn or is it a muscle that can be built and worked on exercise? How do you think creative people happen? Hmm. <sighs> yeah, good question. I, you know, I think it is just awareness I mean, I'm sure they have all these genes in their body and some kind of light up a little more. Some light up early, some light up later. But I don't think there's anyone who's not creative. Because even when a child is bunking school and coming up with excuses, that's creative. Right? <laughs> if he goes on and writes more stories and he becomes a script writer and if he can, you know, put that story in front of the screen, he becomes a director. So I don't think creativity lacks in anyone. Is But one thing I have to say is that when you are, you have decided that you're creative and you've become a creative person, that's not the end of the journey. Absolutely. You have to keep honing your skill. This thing of, up to my director, you know, you have to constantly keep yourself updated with your own creativity. It is hard work. 
it is not something ki it oh i am creative therefore i can i mean if you take an artist mf hussain he painted the, those many canvases right you take a director they constantly come on set and they do the short breakdowns and those who don't will never ever ever be successful if you have less genes you can hone it to be a great director you can be born with lot of genes and if you don't hone it you'll be an average director so hard work has is as much a role to play as your genetic composition or the inbuilt creativity that you were born with many people take their genes for granted and don't work on it yeah. and then you have the one film wonders the one film one book wonders who never produce anything of value after that first yeah. great thing yeah you can't be lazy i mean like you you being a writer you would write every day not that you write good stuff every day but you write every day and it's it's hard work bhai It's discipline is hard. Three hours. It's a lot. As a three hours, as I told you, people, it's like you know. Oh, I wake up in the morning and write for three hours. Write one composition. I write on email. I take three minutes to say. Uh, we would be highly obliged. No, that sounds really bad. We would like to. Na ko bhai like to kai ko. You know, we would be happy to. Oh, boy, it's like the like the my dimag kharaab ho ra. How people write books. I mean, it's hard work. Kuch bhi bolo ap. So hard work. I think I would give more importance to or more. uh you know a more bigger role to play in creativity than creativity itself so hard work definitely the talent may be there but you believe that you need to work on it and hone it and what do you do if you're burnt out you know sometimes you're constantly doing something you're constantly filling your mind do you feel that need for empty space stillness vacantness yeah, every day How i was totally burnt out when i was making see uh, city of dream season 1 burnt out matlab and i didn't even see the signs because i was like when anyway see i am hyper so instead of ilai hyptula lot of people call me ilai hyperthula because <laughs> i am very hyper it's like everything has to be this 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 and i was doing cod 1 and it came right after something and you know it was we never done series before or 10 episodes ka math you're keeping in your head correctly i mean director to kar hi raha hai bichara ke you know in the same location you're doing scene Uh, this scene is from episode one. This scene is from episode episode six. But episode five, me, his camera died. So the whole body language changed. Anyway, all this was going on, right? Plus, such a long shoot. We never shot for like forty, fifty days ever in our life for any feature film. And I was burnt out, and I did not have any idea that I was burnt out. I would constantly get emotional. I mean, stuff like Kiran. I'm telling you, I'd walk in the morning on the set, and I'd see a light man carrying a light, and I'm like, "Itti mehrat kar raha hu na light utha." So that poor gaffer would say, "Ma'am, I'm bad job, ma'am." He rose light utha tha hai. <laughs> then I would say, at nine o'clock breakfast shift है हाँ तो देते से no breakfast straight lunch and I'm like वो घर से चार बजे निकला है उसको खाना तो खिलाओ so the EP was like मैं आप घर जाओ मैं 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 देख लेता हूँ so suddenly they were all just pushing me away from every department I went in because I was like a bad thing and then I reached for help I you know consulted someone I knew and I went to my cousin because I didn't want to start एक तो मेरी जिंदगी इतनी गोल गोल you've known no law से ये अब कहाँ एक psychiatrist को वहाँ से शुरू करो कि वन जब मैं छोटा बच्चा था वो नहीं हो रहा था भाई मेरे से so I went to a cousin who knew my life and everything and I kind of sat and she said I'm the wrong person but I reached out for help I you know spoke to a counselor and of course you'll get burnt out but if you want to do something then you'll come back to doing it no and you need to recognize the signs of being oh burnt out oh my god you have to recognize the signs otherwise everyone all sense such starts starts getting burnt out bichare 150 log mere sath were going mad you know trying to keep me calm <laughs> so that was going on but yeah so you get lot of people get burnt out there you know thresholds are different hmm. what next for milai oh very exciting so uh, season 3 of city of dreams will release now we are in delivery mode and uh, we the next thing we're doing is a procedural which i want to say is one of the first ever being made in india because india just doesn't make procedurals so it's a procedural on the assassination of rajiv gandhi 
Oh my goodness. So I think this is the first. It is the first. It is after uh, after the assassination the entire how they catch Shivrasan the mastermind. Oh lovely. So that's what's going on. Can't wait to watch that. Yes, absolutely. Right now we're sitting if you come to my office it looks like one morgue. Iski mari hui tasveer uski mari hui tareez this guy blown up that guy died of poisoning. I'm like what is this? Please put some happy flowers little babies you know he doing something. Puppies. Kuch bhi kuch bhi. It just but it's great fun to match Shivrasan in all the look tests are happening matching Rajiv Gandhi matching the oh it's a blast to see it come so we have this cop world and we have the assassins world and we have the uh, SIT the special investigation team world bahut maza aa raha hai can't wait to watch I that I know so thank you very much Kiran it was fabulous speaking to you it doesn't even sound like an interview or a podcast and that's a great sign of someone who is conducting it And with that it is a wrap on this episode of Chasing Creativity. We were chatting with the fabulous Elahi Hiptullah and this is Kiran Manral signing out. Follow me on my social media at Kiran Manral everywhere and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Binge Pods and wherever you get your dose of audio content. Mm-hmm.